the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Check ASO is an analytical ASO platform that provides you with up-to-date data on keywords, competitors, ratings, and reviews. It also grades your ASO level and gives you custom tips on how to improve it. This way, you can increase your app page visibility, organic traffic, and installs with every update. Try it now for free for seven days at checkaso.io. That once again is checkaso.io. We all have developer horror stories from language barriers to bad code to developing on time. That's why I recommend using B7Dev com. They're affordable, fast, and more importantly, trustworthy. Go to b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. And today, I've got a phenomenal guest. She was voted one of 100 GI Game Changers in 2020, Johanna Rickier is an award-winning diversity advocate, guest speaker, and business strategist at Unity. You guys know Unity, unity unity.com. With a background in corporate sales, she spent most of her career in aeronautical industry before joining the gaming industry. I'll learn about that, Johanna. And since joining the gaming industry, Johanna has taken steps to promote and represent minorities in the digital and gaming space in and out of Unity. She has a great YouTube channel that I'll link up into the show notes. So check it out there. But that's one of the main reasons I wanted to have her on was talk about the unit, you know, like representing minorities and bringing, making sure that we're representing all people on the App Masters show. Joanna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Steve, for having me. Welcome, everyone. And hi, everyone. <laughs> Joanna, I know you're actually really good at trying to target, especially in the gaming community. So let's talk, let's talk about some of the gaming side and making sure that they know there's other territories that have really good potential. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure, sure. So uh, really, my story here to represent and champion um, the diverse voices in the gaming industry started when I... Uh, join Unity, and I'm going to give you a, a small story here, is that um, uh, an African, someone from Africa, uh, Congo, sent me a, a request to have a license at Unity. And basically, at that time, it was uh, five, six years ago, the license was chargeable. So I really worked with my management to get him a trial license. And he was really so happy to have this uh, license that he sent me a picture and the picture of 15 to 20 students around one very like, you know, the very old laptop, the big one, you know, and they were all writing on not very, uh, on notebook. And they were learning digital skills on notebook. So that really, really pushed me to support the community there because I knew um, because, because I knew when I was uh, uh, traveling that a lot of people were using Unity to achieve their dreams. So I told myself, you know what, you need to 
get those people to come and say, yes, thank you, Johanna. I really, now I'm self-sufficient. I really know what to do. And I'm, I'm able to feed my family, keep the light. And, you know, just because I, because I learned these skills. So this is where I started really to support that community, network heavily in the, in the African gaming industry. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great story. And then there's a, a market there that you've been really trying to focus more on the African market and then also the, the Middle East as well. That's, that, yes, that's correct. That's correct. So Middle East and Africa region, um, content creators and content uh, are underrepresented globally. So having a focus and really highlighting those, uh, uh, those projects was a um, was a, a mission for me. I also uh, created last year um, the Overlook Agents, which is a, a global initiative to bring awareness of Black professional women in the gaming industry. Um, what it is, it amplifies Black women voices through different medium. So I started as um, writing some some uh, some uh, some articles, and now with the YouTube channel. Um, we, we went on having the, the YouTube videos and uh, really highlighting those, uh, those uh, awesome women. And a lot of them, for example, one of them were, um, I was contacted to get in touch with one of them to become the, um, the main character of a game in North America. Get out, so that's awesome. That's, a, <laughs> that's an example. Uh, another one had two or three speaking engagement after um, our, after the, uh, the, uh, the, the article as well. So really for me, uh, my passion and my mission is to um, champion those voices and really I like the, 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 those experiences, yes. John, I don't know if you're married, but that would be a, a little props up to all the, if you're dating still, you're like that would be on my Tinder profile. Yo, I've been in, <laughs> I'm the main character in the video game. <laughs> I would I would do that yes. Um, <laughs> actually, actually on the on the dating happen, uh, and I actually put that recently because you know as a black woman, uh, it's always a, a challenge to find uh, partners that have the same type of uh, mission that are ambitious, mm -hmm. successful, and um, I don't know if it's uh, we we in that in that space, but uh, a lot of Recently, last month, I've, I've been told that I was intimidating by, by someone that went on a date one just because I was driven and I, I had all, you know. So I say it before. If yeah. you don't read, that's not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's yours. It's on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, for me, I always feel one of the main reasons, like, why I love talking to so many different people. I feel so grateful that I'm here because I was born in Burma, Myanmar, and there's been a upheaval right now in this country, in that country. And my mom's been like very like saddened by what's happening in there. And I'm so grateful that I came here to the US at an early age because I've seen some of my cousins who, you know, I don't know if they're limited by this, but they're like, they speak with an accent. So they're always like, oh, a little bit more shy than I might be. And so I get it. Like, I'm very grateful. I don't take any of this for granted. And so it's, that's why I feel like it's so important to talk about all these 
issues rather than just always focus on, hey, let's run some Facebook ads, let's talk Google ads, you know, let's talk Unity ads, for example. And we recently had somebody on that was talking about just ASO and localizing for the Arabic market too, and how it's a huge opportunity, but most people aren't paying attention to any of this. It is a huge opportunity in the Middle Eastern market. The, the Middle East market is uh, one of the, the third growing market in terms of game, game players. Wow. And um, that's something that um, not a lot of people knows. They've got the, the buying power over there, yeah? Um, they, they're growing, it's the fastest growing gaming market with a 25% annual revenue growth. Um, there is a gaming as a massive audience in uh, United Arab Emirates and widely in, in the Middle East. Um, why? Because they've, they've got uh, uh, a youthful and tech-savvy population. And of course, the regional buying power. Oh, I like it. Are there any things that we should know in these markets? Are they primarily iOS, Google? Let's start with yeah. that, and then I'll go. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Yeah, the, the, those, those markets are primarily uh, mobile gaming. Uh, and well, I would say Africa is really, really mobile gaming. Mm-hmm. Middle East, there is still there are still uh, some consoles that being because I've got a, a better buying power, um, so there are still console, but it's primarily uh, mobile gaming. And is it primarily iOS or Android? Uh, it's Android. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are there are there any specific type of category of games that tend to do well in those markets? Um. I'm going to tell you a story, a love story, but I love yeah. <laughs> so, so there are there are all type of um, uh, games that work. However, one day I was really going into the uh, the countryside and really inside the country of Nigeria, mm-hmm. and in a sm- very small hut. It is it was a small hut, no power, no nothing. I we stopped to buy some some fish. And, and there was this young, this small boy, three, four years old, he was playing on a, on a very old um, uh, mobile Candy Crush. And one of the things that I'm doing, so it's, it's great to have this platform because advertising there is quite, is quite challenging because people, because they don't have uh, data access, mm-hmm. data is very expensive. So they download the game and they will play the game in switching off the data. So the ads can't be shown, yeah? The second thing, the second challenge is, and I would say growing opportunity, I would say, um, is there is no uh, credit cards that you can uh, attach to your account, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, so pushing, adver- the advertiser doesn't look at those market as a, as a over, markets such as Europe, Americas. I see. How do we overcome these opportunities? How do we take advantage? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to call it challenges too. I like the opportunities, but what, what should we be thinking about then if we can't, you know, from a monetization standpoint, like, is there anything that we should be thinking about when we're going after these markets? So during the last two, three years, I've seen many um, small, Startup tech startup um, trying to uh, to bring solutions and there are some do, still doing so to with um, 
e-mobile e-payment uh, with uh, paying as well with your, your data. Um, so there are some solutions that are being uh, thought about and worked on, but is not widely known and is, it hasn't been really iterated through, throughout the, uh, the continent yet. Okay, I see. I know there was one company that I had, and this was a few years back, where they were targeting emerging markets and they were giving away internet access for like potentially downloading games. And then it's like, look, they don't, you know, data is very hard to come by. We're going to give away free data, but in exchange, you're going to have to check out these games. And it's doing familiar, like pretty well. And then they were highlighting certain games that were able to reach a certain market while still being able to, you know, like promote and go after these things too. Is that sustainable though? What's that? Is that, is that sustainable? I don't know. You tell me. You're the expert on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's sustainable. Yeah. I, I, where are they now? You know? I'm not sure. They were actually, <laughs> I did Google that. I was like, huh, I wonder if it's working still. Yeah, yeah. So, so no, I think the um, finding a way to improve uh, uh, infrastructure, data pricing, working with telco um, for, for those um opportunities is the best way right now to, to overcome them. And, uh, and this is something that uh, um, we, we're working on. We're working with the community on that, yeah. Is there any recommendations you have for developers who are like, okay, I wanna start making games or targeting these markets. Anything we should know about like a go-to-market strategy? Is it just, localizing, what is it that we can do to make sure we're reaching the right audience? Well, the most, uh, the games that are mainly played there are games from Americas, games from outside of Africa. Yeah. And working now with the African community development, uh, the, what they're trying to do is really create their content that's going to promote the culture of Africa. So you see that there is uh, more and more investment in those studios or in those um, developers to, for them to promote uh, content that's going to, to, uh, to highlight the culture. Um, so today I'm not going to say, oh, you, you should actually do something different because yeah. the, 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 the content from, from Europe or from America is being played play there. So, yeah. Yeah. I know that conversation with my previous guest, he was like, look, you have to localize. There's certain characters, even if you go after like the Asian markets, there are certain characters that resonate in a particular market. And I think, you know, inclusion is so important. And so I would say, don't just like reskin it, but reskin it in a way that you're highlighting the culture that you're of trying course. to target as well. So my, what I was saying was I was thinking about match free games yeah. and, not those uh, very graphics uh, and optimized game. I was talking mainly about the, the match free games. Uh, localization uh, for the African market is is uh, is good, but for uh, for the Arab market is actually uh, mandatory. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. um, what we what I've seen is that um, they're they're requiring more um, Arab uh, localized. Um, content. And when I say localized, I'm not talking about only the, the language, I'm talking about the culture, which is very important. Knowing the culture, knowing like you can't have a, a character with 
on the Buddha side, and you see what I mean. <laughs> it needs to be, it needs to be quite, you know, uh, sensitive on on this side. Yeah. Yes, and now alcohol, like, is a big thing too. That he was mentioning, okay. it just be like, we had to change this to a Coke and make sure there's no like mention of alcohol in any of the yeah. screenshots and the gameplay too. Exactly. exactly, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Hey, what can we do better? as app developers or just me in general, what can we do better to either support, make sure that there's more creators coming out of these markets? What do you recommend? I would recommend to reach out to the community and really uh, support them. A lot of them need uh, people with skills um, to, to continue working on their, on their content. So, uh, networking with the community, which are doing that bridge, and this is why this is why my mission is so important. Uh, doing that bridge between both uh, um, both the global and the African and Middle Eastern community. And are you doing anything on? I know back to your first story that you told was trying to create. I guess trying to like foster more creators coming out of the African market? Is that something that Unity is like taking, I mean, like yeah. goes to you guys for really doing that? Yeah. yeah, so that's my role actually. That's my main role at Unity. So my main role at Unity is to uh, help government and large company uh, transform their economy in creating sustainable employability and self-sufficiency. What we do, we create solution to ensure that the population or the existing workforce gain sustainable and marketable skills in Unity. And the solution will enable them to launch successful startups or new studios or market their skill to existing businesses, local and international. One thing I would say is that Unity is currently uh, uh, catering for uh, not only the gaming industry, but a, a whole lot of vertical as well. So gaining those skills will enable them not to, to really, for example, work for hire to um, weave um, over businesses, but as well create their own uh, content on the side as well. I like that. Do you start with companies or do you have to start with schools? Where do you start when you have such a grand mission? Um, we start here, we, we have different uh, approach, but my role um, here is to knowing the, the market, what, what I, I saw um, was the opportunity to really get the governments and really the large enterprise to sponsor those type of uh, uh, upskilling. Um, so we, we really have my main target, our governments that's going to sponsor the Center of Excellence program, uh, with, which, which has a, a high and a big part of it is education. Got it. Is that just Googling around? Government in whatever region? Is that, is that the best way of doing it? You're not far. You're not far. Out. I've got Google Alerts uh, about digital transformation, digital innovation. And funny enough, every day I've got new, new, uh, new articles uh, from those regions because it's uh, they're at the forefront of the fourth industrial revolution, and uh, most of those countries are looking to diversify their GDP as well. So, yeah, yeah, this is this is this is uh, one of the things that we do. Yeah, 
I know in certain countries, like there's just all these government programs. I don't know if everybody's aware about, but like they're, you know, I've talked to a ton of people in different countries where they're like, yeah, the government is sort of subsidizing or investing in my company and helping me do that. And so how do we find out if we're in these markets, like how do we find out more about this stuff? If we are in the market already, yeah, yeah. So we're not. We we obviously. I don't know if I can get that, but like it's. I think for those who are listening in these particular markets, it's interesting wow. to know, like check, like research, do some research. Your government might be able to pay you some money that yeah. you yeah. aren't. Yeah. Yes, that's that's exactly that. So do some research. Normally, the game development community always know about it. You know, so yeah, they know if there is a mandate somewhere. So definitely there will, there will be, a, um, sometimes they are actually contacted by the government to lead those type, those type of initiative. Yeah. Well, I was looking on the Unity side and I was like, well, you know, everybody, I've always known Unity as somebody, game maker, game, build game, build games. It looks like you guys are transitioning to like, hey, you can do a lot more. You can do stuff in automotive, manufacturing, film, animation, architecture, engineering, all this stuff versus just making games. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, that's awesome. And and those those industry are uh, a pain in the in in the, the those continent definitely. Yeah. Tell us about your YouTube channel and your YouTube show. Yeah, um, you wanted me to take. Well, I started it in January, and I started it because January twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yes. Wow. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So I started it because. I, I am still receiving quite a lot of requests from the American and European market for African and Middle Eastern uh, game developer. I'm one person, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a full-time job, yeah? And I love to support. So I was trying to find a solution to really support both sides, you know? And I found that solution because I, I like to talk as well. So, mm-hmm. so, um, so I found that solution and it's, it's working quite well. One of my, uh, my first um, uh, guests was uh, invited on PwC uh, Nigeria to, to uh, talk about uh, building the gaming industry in Nigeria, for example. And it, get, and it went on, uh, on having more exposure. You know, um, so that's the type of things that I like to, for me, it's a, it's completely a win when this, this thing, this type of things happen. The, the market, the, the, the industry is still a niche industry. Um, I promote, um, I promote my, uh, my video on LinkedIn because this is the reason why I created the, the, the channel is to have professional think about those uh, content creators, yeah? So, and it's still growing. And with the highlight of uh, systemic racism last year, I started to have more and more, oh yeah, we, we want <laughs> China, can you introduce us to uh, someone in Africa? You know, can, you, can we have someone with those type of um, skills from Africa? And then there is two reasons that people are, uh, contacting me for that. So the first one is economical reason. Developers over there are cheaper than developers in Europe and America. Mm. 
And secondly, is to bring some type of flavor to their content. Yeah. I like it. You know, Joanna, what I loved about what you just said was, and I feel the same way, and I think we're kindred spirits in that regard, is that you said the success of your show was because somebody else was a guest and then went on to be a more, you know, like to do more mm-hmm. things. And some of my favorite stories, people ask like, oh, tell us about your clients, you know, and, and people want to hear big names. But I'm like, you know, the success story that hits home for me is a guy who's watching. We did it. We redid his app. He was going from a dollar a day and then he's gone to a hundred dollars a day. And now he's thinking about quitting his full-time job and doing apps full-time like that is a success story to me. That is a huge win versus, oh yeah, I've worked with these bigger, big name clients who, you know, like in the end, like that's making a difference, but a small difference when you're making a huge difference in one person's life, that means so much more to me. And so I'm glad that you said that you didn't mention like, oh yeah, we got this, we're doing that. You, you mentioned somebody else. My first guest went on to do other things right after he was interviewed on my show. That's correct. This is this is exactly my mission, yeah. and make a difference in uh, some somebody's life. Yeah. Is there anything I can do to better support you, in that regard? Yeah. Um. Well. Smash uh, the subscribe button, of course. Exactly. Make <laughs> make, make the, the the YouTube channel more visible for people to know about those uh, um, those game developer uh and actually artists and content creators that would be the the best uh, gift for me uh for my participation here yeah i love it joanna anything i missed that you want to make sure we cover um no um, i think we covered everything thank you very much steve yeah well i do have a a big finish but joanna this has been absolutely amazing let's go to the big finish give us one app we should definitely check out one app that we definitely check out. Um, I will talk, talk about um, an app from Mario Games, which is um, World Games. So what is W-H-O-T, World King Games. W-H-O-T, King Game. So this, uh, this is a, a game that has been, uh, it's a multiplayer card game and it's an exciting time passing game for card game lovers. W H O T game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to link that up, make sure I got that. Got it. Okay. Fun and doable. Oh, I like that. You said, how did you find out about the game? Well, that's one of my uh, guests. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. He's been, he's been interviewed on my, uh, on my channel. And uh, he launched it la end of last year. All right, well, I'm downloading it right so now. It's been, done, it's been done. It's been developed by a, a Nigerian game developer. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've had a couple of different clients from Nigeria too. Really great market there. Joanna, what's a lesson that took you the longest to learn, and could be business or personal? What? Sorry, I didn't catch that. Oh no problem. What's a lesson that took you the longest to learn? The longest to learn is to really focus on the cause, focus focus on my why. Uh, You know, as a black woman, sometimes you can have a backfire when you try to be a little bit more visible and um, it can get into your head and really focusing on the cause and saying that and understanding that the cause is bigger than you you, need, you you will get somewhere you're still going to make some difference and not and not 
like shut it down all over uh, voices or criticisms. Like for example, guys, I'm French, so I don't know if you understood everything I'm saying, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I had uh, I had someone put in a uh, a comment uh, saying that they don't understand anything that I need to be subtitled, blah 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 blah. Well, I'm still speak. I'm still a speaker, <laughs> so um, we will we will we will get better with the subtitle, etc. If you didn't go there, Joanna, I would have asked, like, what kind of backfire, if you don't mind sharing? That's what I was going to ask you right after that. Uh, yeah. So one day last year, I am sharing about the, the initiative, the Overlook and someone actually said, oh, why are you talking about that? The, the, the industry is open for everyone. Uh, someone I didn't actually know. Mm. And I was quite close. There, we, there, there is only two percent um, game black game developer in the global gaming industry. Yeah, yeah. so um, and this is why I'm doing this 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 work. So the way he approached this was um, this is completely and utterly useless. Uh, why do you have to talk about it? So I gave him some. Um, some 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 data from from uh, I actually I had quoted my say report about diversity and inclusion in my article and he said and he, and he started uh, uh, being very fiery uh, on my on my uh, on my article so so I, I had to tell him no actually we need to face the reality the reality is two percent of uh, black people and the reality is even uh, less than uh, for black women in the gaming industry. So please let me be. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. I think inclusion is so important. I mean, I can only speak to myself and my personal experience, but as Asian American, we don't see ourselves in the media. Yes, we're, you know, we're probably too much in the tech field, but like in the media landscape and entertainment, we don't see ourselves. So like, it's a big deal when there's certain movies that come out that represent Asian American cast and all that stuff. And I know how important it is. When I saw one, it was like just Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, like that's, that's pretty much it for me when I was growing up, but I know it's super important to have it. So Joanna, it's my long way of saying thank you for all that you're doing right now. And I'm so super honored to have you onto the show. My pleasure. Thank you All very right. much. Guys, if you want to learn more, go to unity.com. Joanna, do you want to send them anywhere else in terms of like the, the mission that you're on? Is there a specific website that we can send them to besides just Unity? Um, yes, I've got a website, Johanna Riquier. So J-O-H-A-N-A Riquier, R-I-Q-U-I-E-R.net. And of course, the best things to do is to subscribe to the YouTube channel and to share, like, and comment. Thank you very much, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, all that is linked up into the show notes. I already subscribed to Joanna's show as well. Go check it out. It is a phenomenal show. Joanna, thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you on the next chat. Want to increase your downloads and revenue? Check out our new ASO Master Service where we help you with ASO, optimizing your revenue, and we'll even manage your Apple search ads and Google ads. Learn more at asomasters.com.
Thanks for listening to the App Masters Podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.